Welcome to Get Hired in Cybersecurity with your host, Io Adiojo. Make sure to follow me on LinkedIn for more tips and advice, and feel free to message me if you need more information on how to get into cyber. I'd love to help you on your journey, and I do offer one-on-one services and coaching. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Get, it, get Hired in Cybersecurity. Today, we have a special guest. I'm really excited for this uh, for this episode. I welcome you, Day. Um, Johnson uh, works as a in threat intelligence, and the great story about him is that he's only 19, um, getting into the field with no with no um, degree, and his story is amazing. And I'm, I'm so happy we were able to share it with, with you all. Day, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Doing excellent. Thanks. I really do appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. And um, yeah, I guess we can get started. Um, can you at least uh, can you tell us about your story and your background and how you got into cybersecurity? Yeah, sure. So um, I my background kind of comes from, I guess, just um, so, you know, just like every like generic or typical cybersecurity story. You know, I've just been one of those kids who've just been super interested in like computers, you know, right from a young age. Um, and um, I when I moved over here to the United States um, about like six years ago, um, I had the opportunity of taking a of being part of a cybersecurity club in high school. And um, so pretty much just um, um, I was I was in the club for about three months because I had to move from that state to another state. But that kind of got me interested in, you know, cybersecurity. Um, we were just learning basic stuff, just basic stuff about networking or like, you know, how phishing scams work, just those basic cybersecurity things. And that really just opened my mind up to cybersecurity. So after graduating high school, um, I was still kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do um, in terms of like tech or like, you know, choosing a college degree. Um, I tried like coding or like software engineering or computer science. Well, I just, uh, you know, kept, you know, you know, having, I kept, kept going back to cybersecurity um, just from like, you know, what I'd learned um, back in my club. And as well as just like, you know, my, my personal research, like reading blogs, articles, and watching, watching YouTube videos. Um, so I decided to major in cybersecurity, you know, started learning about different things in college. And then from there, got my first internship. Um, and you know, from there, you know, the rest is history. You know, I've been, uh, I've worked at, you know, various positions, cutting various certifications. But that's kind of like a, you know, a, uh, the summary of, you know, how I got in just from, you know, that interest in high school to uh, pursuing it in college and, and just really decided to focus on it on my own um, by self-studying. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how it happened. Excellent, excellent. So I guess your background of education was co- college and then you did the, the Western Governors uh, pathway as well? Yeah, so I started um, as in the, in the community college um, and then um, after uh, like uh, about two years, I transferred to Western Governors University. I'm currently in Western Governors University, um, uh, hoping to finish my degree sometime uh, towards the end of this year. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Um, and I saw that you, you have a, a YouTube channel, um, Day Cyberwalks. Um, what, what inspired you to start this uh, channel? Yeah. So um, at the time when I was just getting into cybersecurity, um, I noticed like there weren't, there weren't really that many like cybersecurity content creators. Um, of course, you know, we have, you know, the big ones, but um, my goal was to just really have like a, I guess a public diary of like how of like my journey into cybersecurity right just like share my experience you know of what i'm learning what i'm doing and how i'm kind of traversing the field so it just it pretty much just started from like uh taking my first certification which was the CompTIA a plus and i was like you know what this is my first certification so i passed it and here's my plan to how i want to get into cybersecurity. so i was just um i would you know do something 
uh, maybe do a certification or a project or learn something new and I'll just like share it on my YouTube channel and then just as a way to like document my journey and also at the same time help other people who are also wanting to get into cybersecurity. So, you know, kind of evolved from that to, you know, now, you know, doing like, uh, you know, home labs, you know, designs uh, and, you know, labs and different things like that. So it was just really for me to document my journey and also to, you know, help other people who are in the same situation uh, alongside perfect perfect yeah and good on you for being consistent i know it's hard to be consistent and balance you know work and everything i, I know what it's like on my end so mm-hmm. especially youtube with, with the videos yeah uh, I'm, I'm a little bit scared of that so i stick to audio <laughs> right. um, but, but i know it's not not easy and and thank you for that by the way because um, you know it's tough times right now mm-hmm. um you can definitely just you know get, get your bag in cyber and just stick to yourself yeah. but it's great that you know, you, you taking the time to give back and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's probably helped you with just staying motivated, mm-hmm. um, keeping you accountable, but also definitely helped others. And, um, again, I, I really do appreciate that. Uh, so Absolutely. one thing I wanted to say was, I guess two things. One, um, where, where, where I see on your YouTube, you know, cybersecurity and cloud. So where did your interest in cloud come in? Um, and it's because I know Western Governors has a few uh, different trackways. So what made you uh, gravitate towards the cloud computing degree? Yeah, so um, uh, actually last year um, when I joined my, my last company, which I'm, you know, uh, which this week is my last week, um, I started working for a client where they were using, they were heavily using the cloud um, provider. And this was kind of like, you know, when I started learning more about cloud. However, in my internship, I was learning. I was learning a bit about Azure, um, and my job before that, I was learning a bit about uh, other cloud providers. But this, uh, when I got to this job, um, the, the 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 client I was working with uh, was using a major cloud provider like heavily. So I had to learn, you know, the basics of that cloud provider because you know, as a threat analyst, you have to ensure that you know you understand the environment you're trying to secure. So this is when I started learning more about like AWS. Um, I got my AWS CCP, and at this point, I was like, I actually really like this cloud stuff, and I really want to get more into you know, cloud security. Um, so this is, uh, so I started learning more about cloud security. So um, um, I haven't done any certifications aside from that, but just learning more about uh, AWS specifically and learning more about like, you know, how AWS works in terms of like architecture, infrastructure, as well as security. Cause in order for you to understand the security piece, you have to understand the architecture and infrastructure. So I started learning more about that. And I decided that, you know, I might just as well, just choose the cloud computing degree with WGU since that kind of aligns with what I want to eventually get into, which is, you know, cloud security. So um, since I already have the security experience, I already have uh, a good amount of security certifications. Um, it just made sense that if I could, if I wanted to really learn more about the cloud and, you know, understanding how cloud security works, uh, it would be more beneficial for me to uh, just push it a cloud computing degree. Um, and so that's why, you know, I, I decided to switch into the cloud uh, computing program. And um, I actually will be transitioning into a cloud uh, threat detection role next month. So that's super exciting for me because everything's just like worked out together. Excellent. Congratulations. That's that's very specific as well. Wow. Yeah. Thank cloud you. threat detection. Amazing. Um, yeah, like uh, I've noticed that as well with client environments. It's, it's definitely um, there's definitely some dig- digital transformation going on uh, where a lot of the cl- customers are getting off of on-prem management mm-hmm. and infrastructure. Yeah. And just, you know, going ahead with cloud, right? So we've definitely seen that on the, um, 
you know, endpoint detection, it, it's definitely creates a different landscape. And yes. it's great that you're going for that because again, companies are, are really investing heavily in cloud. Absolutely. Uh, for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw a few videos on, on your YouTube and you, you talk about uh, certifications and um, I wanted to ask you what, what um, in your opinion is the value of certifications versus because you do it all. You do certs, you do labs, and you do you're doing a degree, which is great. You you got mm-hmm. basically all bases covered uh, with the value you bring organizations. Right. Um, but what's the differences between these? Uh, you know, certifications, personal projects, and then okay, getting that degree or, or uh, diploma. Right. So um, I'll start with the certifications. Um, so for me, um, when I first started cert- taking certifications, for me it was because. I wanted to expand beyond my college cu- uh, curriculum. This is when I was still pursuing my associate's degree. So I wanted to expand beyond my college curriculum, which is why I took the uh, CompTIA A+, the CompTIA Network+, the CompTIA Security+, a bunch of certifications that were not part of my college uh, program. And this was because I felt like, yeah, I was learning, you know, you know, the security stuff, you know, on my cybersecurity degree in college, but um, I really wasn't getting like enough like from what I was learning in college and you know how college programs are like there's there's like a there's like limits to how much they how much information they provide you and there's also limitation of how often they um, they they review and update the uh, the education program or the uh, the syllabus or the curriculums so and certifications are usually renewed like every three years so like there's like that constant improvement so for me it started with you know kind of wanted to um, expand beyond what I was learning in college and then uh, from there on it also helped me create a structured path for my learning so for me uh, going from A+, plus, Never+, plus, Security+, plus, you know and to other advanced certification helped me kind of have a structure to w- what I was learning so starting from the basics of IT you know with like A+, plus, you know hardware, software, all of that fun stuff and then going to Network+, plus, where I'm learning you know the basics of networking because it's really important to understand networking so learning you know basics of TCP IP you know OSI model protocols ports routing switching all of that fun stuff and then building off of that building on that with you know the security plus that really helped me structure my learning because now I didn't I knew that uh you know before getting to the advanced level certifications I had covered my bases by learning the foundational stuff so I can always keep building on that and I don't have to you know, be, I guess, like disorganized and scattered with my learning approach, because if I was saying, okay, I'll do A plus, I'll do this certification and that certification, it kind of, it would have, you know, really dissipated my energy across multiple different domains instead of just like having a progression towards what I eventually wanted to do. At this time, my my end goal was to become a cybersecurity analyst. So I was like, okay, if I want to become a cybersecurity analyst, I have to understand basic networking, basic security, and also you know the the fundamentals of working as a as a cybersecurity analyst. So that took me from my progression from Network Plus, Security Plus, CYC Plus, and um recently the Blue Team Level One. So certifications for me helped me kind of build a progression and a structure towards what I really want to learn, and um, also a, a some sort of validation for what I know. So if I have the certain certification, it kind of validates that I have knowledge of certain things that you would expect that a certain uh, professional would know. So that's kind of my approach to certifications. Um, I think those, that's how they all work together. Then in terms of like projects, right? Projects show that you can actually apply the knowledge you've, you've gained from certification because most certifications these days are, you know, usually like, you know, multiple choice questions with, uh, you know, exceptions of other certifications, which are uh, practical certifications. So 
if you're able to, you know, anyone can, you know, study for a multiple choice question and, you know, pass the exam, right? You can easily study, read a couple of books and pass the exam. But being able to actually apply that knowledge you've learned from that certification or those concepts is what really sets you apart because everybody has, you know, the certificate, having a certification is the baseline, but applying the knowledge of certification is what really makes you able to do the job. So if you can think outside of the box and create projects that show that, oh, you know how to apply DHCP, right? You know how to apply DNS in terms of like networking or you know how to apply virtualization, right? It shows that you actually have learned this concept and you have the practical experience to show that you can put these things together and apply them. And also if you're in a job scenario as a security analyst or a security engineer, uh, you have shown it proficiency or some knowledge of application of these different concepts. And then in terms of labs, labs help you to practice and, you know, build those skills, you know, um, this is like, you know, really generic, but, you know, getting better at something comes from, you know, repetition. So when you keep practicing, keep doing the same thing over again, or keep trying to learn new skills with these different lab uh, platforms, it helps you really build your skills or maintain the skills you already have. So that's kind of why I, you know, usually have all of those three things together because they kind of work hand in hand to really give you a solid, uh, a solid baseline on a cybersecurity professional or someone who wants to get into cybersecurity. Perfect answer. Thank you so much, Jay. Um, Absolutely. I, I think one thing that I've seen is this this thought that like um, CompTIA or another certification, uh, you know, body would say something like, you know, those who get the certification, uh, they get this salary or this is their mm. outcome. Yeah. And it's it's not misleading. It's it's not false. It's not necessarily true either. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be a, an, an idea that um you know you could work your way into the roles with certifications only mm -hmm. uh, and there's not as much um appreciation for like you said being able to configure and, and troubleshoot these things right because it's easy in theory mm -hmm. but you might want to troubleshoot some of these systems right like you said virtualization mm -hmm. um you know network architectures dhcp dns right really getting hands-on experience um is very important and it's, it's unfortunate because not everybody gets the experiences through internships or um you know work roles but mm -hmm. there's so much things out there that you could use yourself and it's, it's great that you, you push labs um mm -hmm. and show them as well it's, it's great for you and it's great for those looking to get in because it's a way to, to get in Absolutely. um yeah i guess uh one thing also is how would you what would your advice be to new folks getting in? Um, there's one question I get a lot and, and someone told me this, so I want to bring it up. So at least they hear it is there's such a demand for cybersecurity professionals, right? But on their side, they don't see that because they're not getting callbacks or they're not getting interviews. So there seems to be a disconnect because on the one end, they're sold that, hey, we need you. There's money here. We're struggling. There's so much hacks. Look at Log4j. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. But on the ground, um, it's 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 a, a dust bowl that roll a dust ball that rolls because nobody's around or it seems like no one's checking for them. So, what is your what what has your experience been with you starting from from being interested to get in mm -hmm. um, around that whole demand supply that we're seeing now? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've, I've definitely like, you know, saying, you know, that conversation come, come up a lot in, on LinkedIn and Twitter everywhere. Um, I think, 
you know, first and foremost, like it's, um, it's like there's different expectations, right? Like you mentioned, like from the people who are seeking employment or trying to get in, and who who are hiring for these different positions. But I think from the perspective of people who are trying to get in, first thing is to you know have the the big picture in mind, right? The big picture is to get into cybersecurity, and getting into cybersecurity is not is not easy. First of all, like it's not easy, and it's going to take time, right? So. I see like there's a little there's a little false expectations that you know after three months or six months of studying or of after taking the security plus you can easily just get a cybersecurity role and it really doesn't work that way there's a lot of time and effort that goes into this and it, it's, it's not to say this is like how it should be right it's just the reality of things right at the moment but you want to have a plan and a well optimized plan and your, your plan starts from defining you know, first of all, what do I know? Like, what is my, what is my, what is my take a technical inventory of yourself. Like, what do I know, right? Um, do I have a good understanding of basic IT, basic networking, uh, security, um, maybe cloud or Sims or like, what do I know, right? And then where, where do I want to go to? Like, do I want to become a security engineer? Do I want to become a security analyst? Do I want to become a uh, SOC analyst? Do I want to become a security intern? Like, what? so where do I want to go? And then start looking at these different jobs, right? Of course, I know in this day and time, like a lot of jobs are super unrealistic, right? They have, you know, some sometimes they have unrealistic expectations, but they're definitely there's definitely some sense to even in the unrealism of the uh, job expectations sometimes. So look at these different jobs or different job roles. Look at what you like, right? If you are looking at maybe, for example, security analyst positions, you're gonna see Sims, you're gonna see EDRs, you're gonna see antivirus, you're gonna see logs. So take all of these things and say, okay, what do I know about all of these things, right? Okay, I think. I need to learn more about Sims. I need to learn more about this. But make sure you already have your foundation strong. A strong foundation because if you try to go to start learning all of these advanced things or all of these, you know, uh, more higher level concepts without having a solid foundation, you're always going to find yourself coming back to patch that foundation because you're trying to build on something that's already weak. So focus on your foundation when you first start because once you have that foundation, you can explore different things and you know, depending on whatever else you choose, the foundation is always strong. So you can literally do anything you want to do. So, you know, get to your technical inventory, have a plan of where you want to go to look, explore different positions or different jobs, look at the requirements for those jobs. Now start connecting with people who are in those different roles, connecting with, you know, if you want to become a cybersecurity analyst, just go on LinkedIn and search up cybersecurity analysts. You're going to see tons of people with cybersecurity analysts. Join that network of people, look at conversations they're having, look at what they're sharing, look at what they're learning, reach out to those people on LinkedIn, text them, hey, I'm new to cybersecurity. Um, I would really like to know more about how to become a cybersecurity analyst. I would like to share, I would, I would appreciate if you can share your journey and whatever, stuff like that. So people will respond, so people wouldn't respond, but you're, you're, you're gathering information. You're, you're, you're trying to just understand everything that's going on and you're building like your repository of how you're gonna get to where you're going. So. You get all this information now you have to start acting on this information right so what certifications do i need to get there right what connections do i need to make what um skills do i need to learn right if you uh maybe like what conferences do i need to start going to what communities do i need to, to join like what projects do i need to do what labs do i need to do and start working towards these things so it's a collection of various things right and i'll say also try to make yourself visible um in the cybersecurity field there is the job market for people who 
apply to jobs, right? That, you know, you, you could literally see a job opening right now that's like cyber, junior cybersecurity professional. And in the next two hours, you see 250 applicants. Like that's, you know, of course, like there's different within our mechanisms, but like that's a lot of people applying for the job. But there's also a market for people who get referred for positions and getting referred for positions comes from having visibility and people knowing that you have the skills or they can vouch for you. So exhaust your personal network. If you know anybody in your church, in your school, your professor, your family that is, you know, in any field or cybersecurity field or a tech field, let them know about your interests. Like you'd never know who can, you know, connect you or refer you for, you know, or vouch for you for a certain position. Also, you know, on the internet, like on LinkedIn and Twitter, those are two great places to be visible, share share your projects, share what you're doing. People want to see that you're actively engaging with the community, you're, you're providing value to the community. So all of these things work hand in hand together to kind of set you apart because everybody's doing the same thing. Everyone is getting degrees, everyone's getting certifications, everyone's networking, everyone is posting on LinkedIn. But you, you have to show that you're different. You have to set yourself apart from the crowd. So make sure you're doing all these things together and you know always keep the long the the the, the, the big picture in mind because you know the end goal is to get cybersecurity and as long as all of these things are contributing to that you know that's all that matters and you know eventually someone's going to take a chance on you and you know you're eventually going to get a cybersecurity position so that's my advice for anyone who wants to get cybersecurity definitely well said you, you got to exhaust your network um, and networking is definitely a big part like you said mm -hmm. of getting into the field it's such a small community mm -hmm. and once you get a few years in or even just a few months in you'll you'll run into a few people again and again, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely a, a small community, but a, a very vocal one of, of that, right? We're, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube. I mean, I I gotta say for, for a new industry that's very tough to get into and very hard to, to work in, um, you know, a lot of us do um, voice our opinions, uh, do YouTube videos and, and, and post. So it's great because it's a receptive community. Mm -hmm. It's not as closed off as others, although I don't have experience in them, but I feel like there's value in, in being open and sharing because there's so few of us to solve such such big problems at the moment. It's not that, like there's an abundance of cybersecurity professionals, so we can just, we just need to keep all the information to ourselves. We all need help. It's yes. tough, right? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely great that you, you touched on that. Um, one thing I wanted to, to talk about too is that you, you talk about um, building a foundation before going uh, Cocoa Puffs into Cocoa, Cocoa for Cocoa Puffs into these yeah. uh, Security Plus and yeah. AWS <laughs> certifications, <laughs> and uh, I, I definitely understand that because it, it 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 really baffles me that okay, like how are you going from no IT experience to cloud? Like what's what's going on? And any any competent IT manager can see the the disconnect from a mile away right something's wrong mm -hmm. um so i guess a question is for you right do you think that uh everyone needs a foundational knowledge in it and this is a tough question because on linkedin there's there's two sides divided and you know we, we got a school of thought saying over here if you don't know anything about the systems you're protecting like that's a problem mm -hmm. versus you know you don't necessarily always have to know about the it um where does the pendulum swing for you regarding those trying to get in? Is it is it in their best interest to learn about IT? Because somebody with that's transitioning might find it hard to go that through that IT foundational route versus a 
a softer skill route like project management or maybe um, another one is GRC, right? Documentation. What's your What are your thoughts on that? Did everyone go through IT? Hmm. That's actually a great question. So, no, I I, I kind of got thrown into cybersecurity, right? So my first job was a cybersecurity internship. From there, I became a SOC analyst, you know, to become a threat analyst and uh, now a threat detection engineer. But I'll say there's, so there's certain kind of people that are just like, they throw themselves into it. Like, it's like, okay, for example, like after doing my internship, what I got thrown into working in a SOC, working in a SOC means you're protecting different kinds of things, right? You're, you're, you're going to be dealing with like firewall logs. You're going to be dealing with like active directory logs. And personally, like, at least I learned a little bit about like, you know, you know, um, Active Directory, like in maybe about like in A plus or you know something like that, but I didn't understand Active Directory in depth, right? Which is which comes from having that IT background, right? Or having that IT piece, right? Or having that IT knowledge. But I proposed in my mind that okay, I need to know this. I'm gonna go throw myself into. I'm gonna go learn it. I'm gonna go get a Udemy course and learn about Active Directory. Learn about all these different event codes, right? There's people like that, right? They throw themselves into it. But there's also you know, people who aren't gonna do that. Which is why, you know, referring back to the foundation is, is important. So in the terms of like, I don't necessarily think everybody has to, you know, go through an IT job or an IT, um, maybe like work in help desk, you know, or IT, IT specialist role before getting into cybersecurity. But you need to understand these IT systems. You need to, under, you have to put in the effort to understand them because regardless of whatever, you know, you're doing in cybersecurity, like it's, it's, it's it's supporting the business. It's part of the IT infrastructure. It's part of the IT business that supports the business. So you have to understand these IT the IT infrastructure. You have to understand Active Directory. Understand you know your firewalls. You understand your uh you know how all these endpoints are connected together. So I don't necessarily think you have to you know have had a background, but you have to be willing to put in the effort and the time to seek that knowledge and to go acquire that knowledge if you really want to succeed in your cybersecurity position. Um, and you know, if you are if you are already in an IT position where you already have experience with this stuff, great. That's all great. Now you can build up of that with the security knowledge. But if you are getting into security and you're not starting with like an IT background or a generic like a non-security background, it is your responsibility to go out there and seek that knowledge through labs, through building you know your own Active Directory lab at home and connecting it to Splunk and seeing what all these different event codes mean or, you know, going through lab providers or grabbing a Udemy course to learn about Active Directory or learn about whatever it is that is is, is IT related to your, you know, organization or job role. So I think it's left to the individual to, to you know, it's, it's your prerogative to go out there and seek that knowledge if you really want to be successful at your role. Excellent. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Well said, Day. Um, th there seems to be... Um, this is definitely a field where you got to put in the work and no one's really going to give you an opportunity that you don't work for. Um, especially regarding how many people want to get in and, and are vying for this position. So um, you, you definitely said kind of like what you've done, you got to fill the gaps and like you have identified it, even with the degree, you weren't just, you, you, you weren't just content with that. You said, okay. Um, and that's something I didn't do actually. That's quite interesting. I, I was still struggling through my coursework. So good on you for, for being able to, to juggle both but um you know you, you you did well with the coursework but one thing also is that the coursework 
at these schools, it takes so much time to approve different content and it's going to lag behind. Right. But the great thing about that is that it's foundational. Um, but you didn't just kind of go with that. You also supplemented that with, you know, the new school knowledge of what's going on, you know, CompTIA updates its certifications every year. Right. Or so like it's, uh, it's updated, um, as opposed to regular coursework. So that's something that new, new, uh, aspiring candidates can, can do. You know, figure out what you're already doing, but what could you supplement that could help out? And that's for any field. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm in business development, but I need to learn about these new tools, right? Endpoint detection. Um, sorry. Yeah, endpoint detection. Um, threat monitoring, vulnerability management, things of that nature, and be able to speak to them, which is hard to do. Like, it's really easy to know, because I'm from a technical background, it's really easy to it's easier, in my opinion, to, to play with these things and get to know about configuring them yes. as opposed to speaking about it to somebody that doesn't know about it. That's the yes. hardest thing. Like, <laughs> and that's where you get caught up because, you know, okay, why should I use this? And then it's like, you know, like, oh, it's going to help you not get hacked. But it's like, yeah. how do you make it make sense to somebody that's in finance, right? Looking at the bill. Yes, that's, that's absolutely true. Like um, one thing that I know that um, employers are usually looking for is during the interviews, it's like, how can you break down technical concepts in such a way that a non-technical person can understand it? It's like when they ask you, you know, what is ARP or what is like DNS? How does DNS work? Can you break down that technical concept in, in an understandable manner that is digestible for anyone who might not even have technical knowledge to understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. And and it's it's interesting. Fi- finance and IT, they're so close. Yeah. You got to pay up. Yes. <laughs> you know, you got to pay up. And um, it's interesting because the money you spend on IT could, could help the business or hurt it as well. So it's, it's very strategic with how these companies use tech, uh, their spending. Um, awesome. So I guess um, one thing I wanted to talk about too is like you talked about people finding out what they want to do uh, and being strategic in it. And uh, what do you say? You said, yeah, start, start with the foundation. So in your opinion, um, what is the foundational aspects of, of IT that people can kind of check out? Maybe, maybe before going towards these other certs that are more specific, right? Like what are some certifications or topics that you recommend somebody who's interested in it security um look into to see where they what they like and don't like mm-hmm. so um i'll say so I, I i usually get like some backlash for this but i always start with the a plus like it's it's like it's the most like like basic and you know uh level of everything it's like the foundation of everything um, and I, I don't recommend taking the A plus, like actually taking the certification, but I recommend you going out there and getting a, a CompTIA A plus course from Udemy uh, or from YouTube for free. Like you can literally go on YouTube and look for Professor Messer. He has a he has a whole A plus course for free that you can watch and just get the basics. Like just understand, okay, like this is how different IC systems work. This is how this and that works, right? And then from there on, there's the networking piece, right? The networking piece is it's it's major. If you go into any like most like entry level to intermediate cybersecurity interviews these days always start with like some sort of networking question 
like what is TCP/IP? What point is this? Like, how does DNS work? How is, does ARP work? So, if you don't understand these networking protocols and how they work, you wouldn't understand how to secure them properly or how they can be exploited. So, understand the networking piece is really, really major, and I usually recommend the network plus for that. Um, also, don't recommend. I don't always. I mean, you don't have to take the certification if you don't want to, uh, but the knowledge is is what is really important. So, go on the go on YouTube, look for Professor Messer. He has a free networking uh, network plus course, right? And there's tons of other um, free network plus courses. Even if you want to learn them, just like maybe how like a deep dive into DNS or a deep dive into SMTP or a deep, or a deep dive into a particular protocol or a deep dive into IP addressing. Like there's videos out there that are very informative with graphics that can help you easily digest information and really understand it very well so that you have that foundational knowledge. So, uh, so, you know, that's 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 another one I recommend. Now, I've recently been uh, I recently went over the uh, EJPC course from INE. Um, it's the Edler Security Junior Penetra uh, Penetration Tester. Uh, that's a certification, but the course on INE is the INE Startup Pass, and it's a, it's free. So it's like you 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 get an INE account, and they give you access to Cybersecurity Startup Pass. And I actually went over this course. And I, I initially before I go to, before doing this course, I thought it was like a you know a typical ethical hacking you know course but the course starts from really like really foundational concepts with you know in terms of networking and um it and you know basic security stuff and i'm actually starting to rec recommend it to people to go out there and actually uh take this course you know not necessarily taking the certification but this course introduces you to the basics of you know networking network security uh network uh tools and then you know of course the ethical hacking piece uh, but just the first couple of sections of this course is really, really, really solid information that can help you really build a baseline of the, the foundations, the basics, you know, networking and how all these different systems, systems work together. So definitely recommend checking out that INE uh, course. And then, you know, of course, the Security Plus, right? The Security Plus is, you know, the holy grail of like, you know, entry-level cybersecurity certifications. It covers like, you know, all of the bread and butter concepts you should understand, you know, your CIA, you know your ident identity stuff you know your network access control all of, all of those things so security plus you know the the, the a plus number plus uh ejpt and security plus i think those are those come together to really give you a a really cohesive and uh strong internetworked uh 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 different pieces of knowledge that are really really going to help you have that strong foundation and then from there on you can start proceeding to more niche or more uh specific certifications for whatever field i should you want to get get into so for example if you if you're trying to get into like security operations or like become a stock analyst you know i recommend you know the blue team level one uh, it's a really great certification um because it's practical it's a 24-hour practical exam and you know nothing beats that if it's practical nothing beats that so definitely recommend checking that out but in terms of like the the, the core concept the foundation uh, those ones that i've mentioned are, are are important and depending on what you want to get into so if you're trying to get into maybe like security engineering you, of course you know learning linux is really important uh understanding how linux works and in, in just in general like just understanding how linux works as a cybersecurity professional is important so definitely learning how linux works and also you know a little bit of like you know scripting with like python that's if you really want to go into like engineering like becoming a security engineer or like a sim engineer or maybe like you know most engineering roles usually require like some sort of like a uh, programming experience. So learning a little bit of Python wouldn't hurt at all, but make sure you have, you know, those, you know, fundamentals, those, those found the foundation down and then you can start proceeding into like the more advanced uh, certifications, depending on what niche you want to get into.
perfect perfect answer excellent i'll definitely um check out i heard a lot about ine as kind of a upcoming and i'm, I'm great to actually hear here live up in person how uh how great it is so it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome to hear um also this new one too the sbt um blue team yeah the security blue team uh, uh level one it's great certification for anyone who wants to to become a security uh, analyst or like a threat analyst or a SOC analyst or is already one maybe you've been maybe you've been a security analyst for like maybe like zero to two years it's really great i, I took the certification um last year i uh, sorry last month and um um it, it's it, it's a 24-hour uh incident response uh practical certification where you know you have to uh investigate a compromise right a compromised network and you know uh 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 pull out all of the artifacts, um, all of the indicators of compromise, indicators of attack, and create a, a detailed report uh, that's gonna be um, uh, that's gonna be uh, um, um, uh, assessed by uh, the examination body. So I definitely recommend it. It's really, really great, really, really great. Excellent, wow, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a practical exam. That's excellent, that's like, a, what is it? Um, the OSCP. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Excellent. So we are running out on time, but at last is there anything else you want to like, say to beginners listening who want to get into cyber? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I think, you know, the it's it's getting rough out there now. Um, but I'll just say, always like keep the big picture in mind. Just your goal, your end goal is to get into cybersecurity. As long as everything you're doing contributes to that, you know, that's all that matters. Like just keep putting your effort, make sure you're strategic with what you're doing, you're not dissipating your energy across too many things focus on one thing at a time and you know do what you do that thing move on to the next thing and always make sure that you have your fundamentals down your foundation is solid and you know be visible let people know we we are visible we are we are an outspoken community we love people who are out there and want to see what you're doing what you're working on and what you're giving back to the community so just put it, keep putting all the effort in you know eventually someone's going to take a chance on you for sure perfect Excellent. Um, and I guess where, where can people get a hold of you or, or see your content? Yeah, so um, I'm on um, Instagram and Twitter at DayCyberWalks, D-A-Y-C-Y-B-E-R-W-O-X. I'm also on um, YouTube at DayCyberWalks. Um, you can also check out my website, www.cyberworksacademy.com, as well as my other YouTube channel, um, Cyberworks Academy. Uh, so yeah, you can get a hold of me on all of these different platforms. Excellent. So I'll definitely link them down below uh, in the uh, in the show notes, just so our listeners can can get in. But once again, thank you so much for your time, day. Very valuable information, and yeah, hope to hope to speak soon. Yes, yeah, my pleasure, man. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Talk soon. Bye now.